Welcome to Soul Smart. Hi, I'm Joanna Hennen, and this is Soul Smart, the podcast that explores the hidden side of success. You see, being successful isn't about always doing more, it's about being soul smart, using your intuition, spiritual connection, the law of attraction, and everything else you have access to as a powerful soul to create more of what you want. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Soul Smart Podcast. This is episode seven and I'm your host, Joanna Hennen. Episode seven, I'm really, really excited about this because seven is the number of the soul. So really, anytime I do anything with the number seven in it, I get extra excited, extra inspired. And today we're talking about something really interesting. We're talking about obstacles and setbacks and how to deal with them in a way that allows you to stay high vibe, that allows you to stay in that confident place of soul power, because it's not really so easy, right? Or it's not always so easy. So I feel like it's really important to address the things that feel hard to us head on, right? Instead of sweeping them under the carpet, or just kind of not doing anything with them. And when we talk about creating success, with flow and with ease, we kind of forget about the difficult parts a little bit. Like I find that we collectively, I'm totally included in this. This is not just about you. It's about me as well. It's about all of us. When we talk about success with flow and with ease and all those kind of nice concepts, we tend to forget about obstacles and setbacks. And we make this underlying assumption that from now on, since we're agreeing to be in flow and in ease and in alignment with our higher self, that from now on, everything will be super easy and super peachy and just flow in a way that it hasn't flowed before right? In a way without obstacles and without setbacks and without any of that hard stuff that really none of us likes to deal with, right? So we make this assumption and it's just not true. It's just not true. Like there will always be things that you might not like. There will always be things that aren't going fast enough for you or going too fast or like there will be things that happen, right? And what actually matters is how you deal with those things and how you respond to those things. That's what will kind of create your experience and and, and allow you to stay in that confident place. And so this is really why we're talking about it. Why I feel it's so important is that we forget about it a lot of the time and we tend to focus on the flow and the ease. And then when we find that something unexpected happens and we view it as an obstacle or a setback, we get really frustrated because we weren't really expecting it and we don't really know what to do with it. Right. And we end up asking questions like, is this a sign that I should just quit? Am I not on the right path? All these sorts of things, right? And the second reason why I wanted to record this particular episode is that this is a question that I get really, really often from clients, from my audience, from in my group. Just people ask me this all the time because like when we feel good, When you feel good and in flow and like things are happening at the right pace and at the right time and kind of the way you want them to happen, then it's really easy to kind of go along with the concepts of the law of attraction and the concepts of the soul work that that I work on, right, that I talk about a lot. 
the alignment, all this stuff. It's really easy to say, yeah, all that stuff is really true because you're seeing it happen in a really positive sense around you. But when things aren't really going your way or when you're experiencing your reality as not going the way you want it to go, well, it's much harder to go back to that powerful place and see things from the soul perspective and see things from the perspective of the law of attraction and all that. So I get that question a lot. People kind of get stuck on the obstacles and the setbacks. So today I'll be talking about three things to consider and these three things will just help you stay high vibration when you feel like something is standing between you and the success you desire or if it really feels even like you're going backwards, right? So the first thing that I would like to invite you to do is to stop talking about obstacles as obstacles. And this is really important to that perception part of the puzzle. So not just the stuff that's happening, but how you react to the stuff that's happening, right? So the word obstacle means that there's something in the way, right? And words have vibrations as well. So we want to pay attention to how a word feels and how a word makes us feel and what kinds of things a word leads us to, right? What kinds of actions a word leads us to. So if obstacle means something that's in the way, why in the world would you want to assume this? Why in the world would you come from a place that's assuming from the start that there's something between you and what you want to create, between you and success, right? So when you're talking about obstacles, when you're saying things like, oh, I don't know, I feel like there's something in the way or what's in the way or this is a really hard obstacle and I wonder if I should quit. Like you've already decided that something's in the way. So we're not even then questioning whether this is a real thing, whether what it is in front of you, but you've already decided that this is something that is keeping you from achieving what you want, from creating more success, right? And if you have this power, and you do if you've just decided that this obstacle is in the way, if you have this power to decide something, to assume something, why not decide that everything goes smoothly for you? right? Why not already assume from the start that everything that comes your way is for your highest benefit or just that everything goes really smoothly for you or that everything works out perfectly for you, right? And then even when something happens, you can bring yourself back into this flow just by saying those words. And I'll tell you a little story because this really illustrates it very nicely. On my 40th birthday, so that was last December, we're recording this in October, and this was last December when I turned 40. On my actual birthday, I had a really rough day and I was actually going through a rough time in general at the time. And on my birthday, I had this like total meltdown about one of my son's activities. It turned out that they called me from his activity and they said that he didn't have a place that I thought he did have for the next term. And I was really, really upset about this. And I let it kind of rule and ruin my entire day as I was focusing on horribleness that has happened and what a horrible mother I am to have allowed this to happen and to let this slide and not make the payment on time and all this sort of thing. And then when I talked to my husband, we realized or he realized, he pointed out that this is not right because we were still within the deadline that this activity place had set, right? So it wasn't actually a problem. And he called them and he told them this and they apologized and that was that, right? And when I thought about this, I thought this was just a really, really great example of how looking at something as a problem, as an obstacle, as a setback, as proof that you're not good enough really affects what happens, right? So if I had stayed in that place, we wouldn't have called and we wouldn't have realized 
that it wasn't a problem at all, right? And we wouldn't have resolved it. It was really resolved within like five minutes. Like once I was open to resolving it, it resolved in five minutes. I remember very, very well uh, talking to my friend Tanya Arler, who told me that this means kind of this experience on my birthday itself gave me a message for the rest of the year. And this message was that things can go smoothly unless like I make things into big problems. And whenever like I feel that there's a big problem, there's a big obstacle, like things are really going wrong and horrible and all these things, to repeat to myself, this is not actually a problem. This is not actually a problem. And I've used this all year. So from December to October, I've been using this really, really regularly. And it works wonders, I swear. Like it's amazing what that shift in perception of what that allowing for the thing that you're facing to not be a problem, to even allow the idea that what you're facing, that what's in front of you is not actually a problem, how that influences what happens next and how quickly things can resolve when you're in that space of this is not actually a problem. So I want to tell you this story because maybe you can also adopt that saying or something similar, right? When things aren't really going your way or when you feel like there might be an obstacle, don't think about it as an obstacle. Don't assume that something is standing in the way. Why not assume something else? Why not assume that this is not actually a problem or that everything resolves smoothly or that everything works out in your best interest, right? So that was the first thing that I wanted to talk about to invite you to stop talking about obstacles as obstacles, right? The second thing that I wanted to talk about today is what to do instead. And this brings me to a point that I'm really, really passionate about and I'm a big believer in, and that is to ask more powerful questions. Ask more powerful questions. I talk about this all the time. If you've been in my community for any length of time, you'll have heard me talk about this in the context of readings, in the context of channeled guidance, in the context of a lot of things, actually. So powerful questions are really, really important. And learning to ask powerful questions is really an art form. And it's really really important to your success and to how you view the world and kind of what feedback you get from the universe. Yeah. So remember always that the answer that you receive can only be as powerful as the question that you ask and that the answer that you receive only answer your question, right? So the answer you receive actually depends on the question that you ask. I'm going to repeat that one more time because I think it's so, so important and it changes so much when we truly grasp this, right? So the answer you receive can only answer the question you ask. So it's dependent on the question you ask. So be very, very aware of what questions you're asking and what answers you're inviting into your life in this way. By asking, why am I not moving forward? You can only get reasons for why you're not moving forward, why you're stuck in place. By asking what obstacle is in the way or why is this obstacle here, you're inviting answers about the obstacle, right? This links to what we were talking about before in point one about not talking about obstacles as obstacles. It's that assumption underlying how you talk about things and how you ask about things, right? So really try and get into a habit of being very aware of the questions you're asking, knowing that the answers you receive, you know, are dependent on what you're asking and learn to ask more powerful questions. So when you see something not going your way, ask, what is this showing me, right? You come from the assumption that everything is going well. Everything is going in a way that serves your highest interests. 
right? Your highest good. And if that's true, then what is the situation showing you that will benefit you, right? That will actually be helpful. What is the lesson? What is the learning? What is it showing you? What is it bringing your attention to? You know, maybe it's not even a lesson. Maybe it's just like pointing you in the direction of something that needs your attention next. If you assume that everything happens for your highest good, then what is this situation? That is a much more powerful way of approaching something that you perceive to be an obstacle or a setback. So ask more powerful questions, get really, really conscious and aware of the questions that you're asking and the way you're phrasing things, because that's really important. And the third thing that I want to talk about today, the third kind of piece of advice or inspiration when it comes to perceived obstacles or setbacks is to think about how committed you are to your goal. How badly do you want it? And this is something that I think is not talked about enough in a way that's useful, let's say. So I hear a lot of people talking about commitment, but I don't find it so useful. And I think that the questions that we're going to talk about now and the concepts that we're going to talk about now are more useful to you creating more success with more ease in the end for yourself. So I really believe that if you really want something, then you will find a way. Right. So I I feel that you have to be committed to what you want. And at the same time, you have to be committed to yourself. Right. And you feeling good and to your life being joyful and fulfilling. Right. And those things together will take you exactly where you need to go. But when you feel like there are obstacles or setbacks on your path, it is an opportunity to recommit or reassess your commitment And really kind of reassess the conditions you have set also, right? So when you see that there are obstacles or or setbacks, things that you perceive as obstacles or setbacks, ask yourself, is this still what I want? Is whatever I'm creating, whatever it is you're working towards, is this still what you want? And I feel like it has to be said that it's not very healthy to want something kind of no matter what. I hear a lot of people talking about this as well, that you have to be so committed to building success, to building a business, to whatever it is that you're creating, that you have to kind of want it no matter what. And I really disagree with that because I think that no matter what statement um, takes away from things like self-care and sustainable success and kind of all the things that make the journey to the goal enjoyable and fulfilling and fun and something that we actually want to go through. So you do need to set some conditions, right? Make a demand of the universe. Commit to your goal. You have to know that what you're working towards is something that you actually want, that it's not something that you feel like you should want or that your family wants for you or anything like that. It it needs to be something that you want. And every time there's an obstacle or a setback, you have a new opportunity to recommit, right? I mean, you can also recommit without the obstacle or the setback, of course, but it does give you an extra opportunity to do that, right? And to recommit to the way that you're doing this. So last summer, I had a situation in my life where I had to really recommit to my business, to running my business. I had to actually be willing to let go of my business altogether. I had to be willing to give up on running a business altogether because I needed to recommit to building my dream in a way that really would work for me. I had completely kind of ignored self-care, sustainability and all that kinds of things and just kept pushing for more success. And I had to recommit to it 
what I wanted in a certain way because I really wasn't willing to do it no matter what. Like I wasn't willing to keep working towards my goal if it was going to be miserable along the way. Like I'm not a big fan of that deferred gratification model where you work really hard now and then then you have some kind of benefit later. This is the whole kind of retirement model in the world. And I, I don't really like that model. I feel like not we should, but we are destined to and we deserve to enjoy the journey, enjoy the path, enjoy our life. This is our life, right? So these are the three things that I really want you to think about when you have some kind of perceived setbacks or obstacles, when things aren't really going your way, instead of going down the rabbit hole of kind of misery and doubt and, and all those things that we're conditioned to go into when things get hard. I invite you to think about these three things, to stop talking about obstacles as obstacles and reframe them, to start asking more powerful questions about what's happening about the situation so that you're coming from the assumption that everything happens perfectly well for you, everything happens for your highest good. And if that's the case, then what is it showing you? And to recommit to what you want and to the way in which you're willing to get it. So both these things I feel are really important, not the commitment to what you want, yes, but also the commitment to the path and and how you are willing personally to go move along that path, to go towards what you want. So these three things, I hope that they will help you to navigate the more difficult moments of your path, of your life, of your daily life, really. Assume that you will create what you want. So this is something that's really important as well. Really, those assumptions that you have at the foundation of everything you're doing are the most important bit, right? So assume that you will create what you want as long as you keep moving forward. So stop asking if the obstacle you perceive is a sign that you should quit. If this is really what you want, then no, you shouldn't quit. There is absolutely no reason for why you won't be able to achieve what you want as long as you keep moving forward, as long as you keep working through the stuff that comes up and keep taking those steps forward, right? So there will always be plenty of reasons, plenty of excuses for why you should quit because maybe that's easier. We're human, right? But you can choose to focus on what you want instead and on the reasons for why you will get there, right? Why you can. There is absolutely no reason for why you cannot. So just a quick note at the end of this to say that this is not to say that you should ignore the mind stuff that comes up as you work towards your goals. It's really, really important to work through the mindset stuff and the energy stuff, as we know, especially listeners of this particular podcast. That's a huge, huge part of success. If you don't know what to do with the mind stuff that's coming up around an obstacle or a setback that you're currently perceiving in your reality, I invite you to listen to episode six with Holly Wharton. We talk a lot about what to do with the stuff that comes up and kind of how to manage that, how to make that energy work, that mindset work more of habit. So that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you're listening on iTunes, I would really, really appreciate if you left a review. And whether you're on iTunes or not on iTunes, I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I hope that you have an amazing day and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Soul Smart Podcast. You can find more information about today's episode, including any links we mentioned, at joannahennon.com slash blog. If you'd like to hang out with more women who are on the path to being more soul smart, join my free community, The Greatness Collective, at joannahennon.com slash community. And lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, 
please leave a quick review on iTunes. It only takes a moment and means a lot. Have a great day and remember, hustle is overrated. Let your soul steer you to success and greatness.